Hey, faithful listener, welcome to season six of the Bible Explained podcast, the podcast where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and enjoy today's discussion from the book of Acts. Hello there, friends and faithful listeners. This is Jen with the Bible Explained podcast, and we are in a new chapter of Acts, Acts chapter 11. And I do have to say I have a very exciting announcement, actually. I'm going to be having Greg Kokel back on the podcast. And no, Mr. Kokel is not related to me, even though we have a similar sounding last name. It is spelled very differently. So Greg Kokel, if you guys don't know who he is, he's the author of Tactics. And he is the founder, I believe, of Stand for Reason Ministries. He's come out with a lot of great books, and he's going to come on the podcast soon to talk about one of his new books. So I'm excited to have Mr. Kokel back on the podcast because the last time I had him was in the book of Exodus. And he's a really, really learned person and uh, has a lot of knowledge about evangelism, how to spread the gospel, what the gospel is. And he's written a lot of uh, very well-received books on the subject as well. So he's going to be coming on the podcast soon, um, but that won't be for another couple weeks. But that is something for you guys to look forward to. It's going to be a great discussion. So let's go ahead and read Acts chapter 11 today, verses 1 through 18. And today we're going to be discussing how Christianity brings people together instead of divides people. So we'll be talking about that today. So let's read verses 1 through 18 today. And as usual, I'll be reading out the W.E.B. But please go and grab the version of the Bible that you prefer this morning. And let's read this together. Now the apostles and the brothers who were in Judea heard that the Gentiles had also received the word of God. When Peter had come up to Jerusalem, those who were of the circumcision contended with him, saying, You went into uncircumcised men and ate with them. But Peter began and explained to them in order, saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision, a certain container descending, like it was a great sheet let down from heaven by four corners. It came as far as me. When I looked intently at it, I considered it and saw four-footed animals of the earth, wild animals, creeping things, and birds of the sky. I also heard a voice saying to me, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But I said, Not so, Lord, for nothing unholy or unclean has ever entered into my mouth. But a voice answered me the second time out of heaven, What God has cleansed, don't you call unclean. This was done three times, and then all were drawn up again into heaven. Behold, immediately... Three men stood there before the house where I was, having been sent from Caesarea to me. The Spirit told me to go with them without discriminating. These six brothers also accompanied me, and we entered into the man's house. He told us how he had seen an angel in his house, and saying to him, Send to Joppa and get Simon, who is called Peter, who will speak to you words by which you will be saved, you and all your house. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them, even as on us at the beginning. I remembered the word of the Lord and how he said, John indeed baptized in water, but you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. If then God gave to them the same gift as us, when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could withstand God? When they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God saying, then God has also granted the Gentiles repentance to life. So as we know from the Old Testament, if you guys have been paying attention with me reading along, 
You'll notice that the Old Testament was given to the Israelites so that the Israelites could then bless all of the nations that were around them. That was the point of the Old Testament law, because the world would be looking at Israel and the world would be like, man, why is Israel just so successful? And then, of course, the world would realize why Israel was so successful was because they worshipped Yahweh. Now, of course, unfortunately, that didn't end up happening as we see through Israel's crazy history. And currently in the book of Judges right now, we're talking about how insane things are about to get and have already gotten in Israel's history. They just kept getting the Old Testament wrong. They were twisting it. They were doing whatever they wanted and not actually following the Old Testament, or they were just totally rejecting the Old Testament completely. Israel would fall into just complete chaos without God because they rejected God. They didn't want God to be part of their daily lives. And so Israel's history is pretty checkered of not actually following the Old Testament laws that God had given them. But the point of the Old Testament and of the Old Testament laws is to show God's mercy and how God truly wants everybody to live in unity through him and how God wanted to live with the people that he created. But of course, since humans just continued to get all of God's laws wrong and just didn't do things the right way, the New Testament comes in. And of course, we're introduced to Jesus immediately. Jesus comes down to earth, God in human flesh, to fulfill the Old Testament law and to bring in an era of grace, which is what we currently live under now. We are in the grace era. So this grace that Jesus brought to us is what brings people together. And we see this completely played out in Acts chapter 11 because there's this stigma between the Israelites and the Gentiles of this time period. The Israelites did not like the Gentiles and vice versa, by the way. The Gentiles weren't perfect either. They were pretty terrible in their own rights to the Israelite people. But Israelites and Gentiles just didn't get along. If a person was not a Jewish person, the Jewish person did not like that person because that person was considered to be unclean. They didn't have the Old Testament laws. They didn't follow the Old Testament laws. And because of that, the Jewish person thought that the Gentile was not loved by God. And we, we kind of talked about all that last week. So Peter has all of these belief systems about Gentiles that he was raised with, that he was brought up on, and he believes that Gentiles uh, are no good and that a Jewish person couldn't even enter into a Gentile home without uh, becoming unclean themselves. Now, of course, there was nothing about this in the Old Testament laws, nothing at all. In fact, there are a lot more verses in the Old Testament that talk about living in unity with the foreigners and even celebrating certain holidays with foreigners, not to mention that there were cities set apart specifically so that foreigners or Gentiles rather could come and live in sanctuary in those cities. But Peter was taught these traditions that an Israelite man couldn't even enter into the home of a of a Gentile person without becoming unclean. But we noticed that Peter did, in fact, enter the home of a Gentile person last week when we talked about it. He went with some men from Caesarea to enter into the home of a Roman centurion. So this would have been even worse than Peter entering into like a typical Gentile home like mine. But Peter did enter into that home. He listened to the Holy Spirit 
He did what the Spirit told him to do. He went into that home and preached the gospel to this Roman centurion and to all of the centurion's family members. And suddenly the Holy Spirit blesses all of the Gentiles in that room the exact same way. Eight years prior to this, that the Holy Spirit had blessed the Jews during the day of Pentecost. So all the Gentiles received the Holy Spirit. And that takes us to today. And it says here in verse two that Peter came up to Jerusalem and there were those who were of the circumcision who contended with him. In other words, they argued with Peter. That's what contended means. So they say, Peter, you went into uncircumcised men and ate with them. So they're very distressed. They think that Peter is falling away from God by going and eating with uncircumcised individuals. Because the circumcision was a big thing for the Jewish people and still is to this day, I'm pretty sure. So Peter tells the entire story from the very beginning. He says, look, I was up on the rooftop in Joppa, just minding my own business. I was praying and I fell into a trance where I saw this big container that looked like a sheet coming out of heaven. And then I looked inside the sheet and there were all sorts of animals in it. Animals that were both clean and unclean is what he says. And God told me in this vision or trance that I was in to get up, kill and eat them. And Peter was like, no, I'm not going to do that because I'm a clean man. I don't eat unclean foods. So then Peter says, I heard God's voice very specifically tell me what I have made clean. Do not call unclean. This vision happens three times and the sheet with all the animals goes, goes straight back up into heaven. Now, there's something interesting I noticed, actually, this time around when reading it from Peter's perspective, when Peter retells it here, is that the animals that were in the sheet obviously represent Jews and Gentiles, right? The Gentiles would be the unclean animals in the sheet, like the horses and the snakes and the whatever else animal. And then the Jews would be considered the clean animals in the sheet, like the sheep and the goats and the cows. And so... All these animals in a sheet are all touching each other. There's no boundaries in a big sheet. It's basically like a big bag, right? Holding all these animals. And so that means that the animals representing the Jews would be touching the animals that are representing the Gentiles. That means that for a Jewish person to associate with a Gentile person doesn't mean that they're going to be unclean and kicked out of heaven for associating the Gentile person. And that also means that Gentiles, together with the Jews, are considered all part of one. You know, the animals are intermixed with each other and they're all going back up to, into heaven. And so the Gentiles obviously were allowed to go to heaven. And so that's something I, I noticed today and wanted to illustrate. And honestly, you can't get too upset, I suppose, with the, the Jewish people here that are upset about Peter entering into a Gentile home because that was what they were taught their entire lives. When Jesus came down to, down to earth, he was fixing a lot of preconceived notions that people had about scriptures. He was constantly correcting people about what the scriptures meant because the, the Pharisees at this time period, the leaders of the law who were supposed to interpret it to the people, got it all wrong. They were just inserting things into it and twisting it and 
probably taking things out of it and not telling the full story to the people. So the Jews at this time period had a lot of deep-seated belief systems that they would have had to fix over time. And one of these belief systems, obviously, was that Gentiles were no good. (laughs) So Peter tells the whole story, and he mentions that after he started speaking the gospel to these Gentiles, the Holy Spirit came to them. And Peter was like, I'm a witness of this. And also these six men that are here with me now are a witness of the Holy Spirit descending on these Gentiles and giving them the gift of the Holy Spirit, the gift of salvation. So then Peter concludes his speech by saying, if then God gave to the Gentiles the same gift as us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could withstand God? So Peter is basically like, you know what? I'm going to do what God tells me to do. I will not withstand God because if God ordains something, that is what it is. Now, the one thing I can say here in verse 18, it mentions that when they heard these things, in other words, these men that were circumcised, they held their peace and they glorified God saying, then God has also granted to the Gentiles repentance to life. It almost kind of seems like they're a little bit shocked. (laughs) If you look at it, they're kind of like, wow, I never thought the Gentiles could get into heaven. (laughs) But they had enough belief in God to recognize that God was giving salvation to the Gentiles. And so they are slowly beginning to see that God loves every single human being and that the Gentiles also could go to heaven. And they changed their minds. They did a repentance here is what it says. They started repenting and they changed their minds on the Gentiles. Now, we do find out later on that circumcision became a problem in the New Testament where Paul had to address it multiple times because the Jews still held on to that circumcision and basically were starting to force the Gentiles to get circumcised And then later on, when Paul comes back into the scene, he's like, don't do that. Like, (laughs) because that is against what God says regarding grace. So don't do the circumcision thing. But we'll, we'll get into that when we hit that topic. But the last thing I want to mention here before I conclude this podcast episode is that you can see here that Christianity is the first religion that starts bringing people together of other cultures. There are so many religions out there that divide people because, you know, they have slightly different opinion or they have a different skin color or a different culture or nationality or something along those lines. But Christianity truly brings everybody together. Now, you might say to me, well, Jen, you know, there's so many different denominations of of Christianity out there where they're always like infighting and stuff like that. And that's true. But that's once again, humanity causing problems. But Christianity, if you look at it, Christianity is one of the few religions, if not one of the only religions, if not the only religion that truly is supposed to bring everybody together under one belief system that is the grace of Jesus. Because every single human being is created in God's image. And we all know that every single human being has sin. 
And Jesus took that sin from that person when that person accepts Jesus as their savior. And so when that ends up happening, when a person becomes saved, there's no more discrimination because I have past sins that I have dealt with. Everybody has past sins that they have dealt with. And we can come together understanding that we are flawed individuals that live under the magnificent grace that Jesus gave us when Jesus came down to earth to take our sins away from us. So Christianity brings people together. And unfortunately, humanity always wants to divide people because we see that happening all the time. (laughs) But anyway, faithful listeners, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please share it on your social media platforms and tell people that the Bible Explained podcast exists. And also please write a review or give the podcast some stars if you like the podcast. I believe Spotify, you can now rate the podcast. I think Amazon, you can rate the podcast. And of course, Apple Podcasts, which is one of the biggest platforms for listening to podcasts, you can definitely rate the podcast. And I'm very thankful for the the ratings and reviews I've already gotten on the podcast. They're all amazing. So I greatly appreciate all of that. Friends and faithful listeners, take a look at everything that I do in the description of this podcast episode because there's more free stuff. I will be coming out with another YouTube video pretty soon here. I kind of took like a month-long break from YouTube for a second there, but I will be back with another YouTube video very shortly. Faithful listeners, I hope you have a fantastic October 31st. So happy All Hallows' Eve. I will see you guys tomorrow, bright and early, 6 a.m. or whenever you choose to wake up for an episode out of Judges. Happy listening and God bless.